Okay, everybody, it's time to get off your acid with Dr. Daryl Geoffrey and Kelly on the beats. We are so excited, Dr. Daryl and I, going deep into understanding the science of pleomorphism and the science of the concepts of regulatory medicine and really making sure that people understand how the cells differ from the space around the cells. And we're diving deep, and yet we're making it simple to understand how to get off sugar and how to break some of those habits, and nobody's better than and Dr. Daryl Geoffrey to do it. He's not only passionate, but you're going to feel his energy as he comes through because he did this for himself and he's now doing it for you. So join us as Dr. Gerald helps you get off of your acid today. Welcome back to the Beats with Kelly Kennedy from our heart to yours. And I have one of my all-time favorite guests today. I know I say that a lot, but this is really true. When Dr. Daryl and I met, it was like two cousins that met for the first time that were raised by the same people. And we got sciencey and geeky, but the reality is that Dr. Daryl is an amazing functional medicine chiropractor. He's written books. He's written Get Off Your Acid. He's also hysterical like I am. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of fun today. And Dr. Gerald's going to explain about the foundations of health and some of the things that he's found in his practice. And he works with way famous people, not just like Kelly Kennedy's of the world, but he's got clients and he's been on television. And he's Again, I don't want to speak for him. Dr. Gerald, thank you so much for spending time with us today during such a crazy time in our lives, but to really give people a good opportunity for foundation medicine, for bioregulatory medicine. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh my God, it's such a pleasure to be here. And you look amazing. You're looking healthy. And I'll never forget the first time we met, which was on Fran Drescher's Cabaret Cruise. Yeah. And uh, we were totally talking about live blood cell analysis and all these other things. And literally, like the Statue of Liberty is right there. We're talking about live blood. Like, oh, my God, the Statue of Liberty is right there. But no, we connected from the moment that we met because we have so many incredible things in common. And it's about helping people. It's about really getting down to the truth um, about why people are the way they are, why people are sick and suffering. And there's a lot of suffering right now. And when we truly understand what's going on with the body, how it works and how we can regain its health doesn't have to be that hard. You just need to know the simple things that you need to do. It's amazing how the health can return. It's the power made the body heals the body. Well, one of, that's exactly right. One of the powers that made the body heals the body. And one of the things you said in one of your other interviews that I would like to exemplify is you said, the time to prepare for a disaster is when, Dr. Darrell? Well, they say the, the, the best time is two years ago. The second best time is today. So Listen, we were all blindsided by COVID-19. No one knew that this was going to happen. But here's the thing. It's like the present landscape is COVID-19. Um, it could be anything else. My point is that there's always going to be something else ahead. I can guarantee that. So we have to anticipate. You know, I can tell you this, Kelly, the people that came into COVID-19 who were, who were exercising, who were eating clean, healthy diets, had a good positive mental attitude, were meditating, moving their bodies. Um, all those specific lifestyle factors that we talk about, they were the ones that did better. And, you know, it's really sad what's happening with this environment. I mean, obviously, people have lost their lives and um, a lot of people have been affected, not just their health, their businesses. So it's that part of it is, is very horrific. But when you look at this, it's like COVID-19, the coronavirus doesn't make you sick, just like influenza doesn't make you sick, just like the cold doesn't make you sick. Now, it's the complicating factor. Don't get me wrong. It's a nasty virus. Sure. But it's about the terrain. It's like if, if the coronavirus made you sick, we'd all be dead. You know, it's like we wouldn't be here talking about it. That's so right. what's the difference between 
one person and another person. It's like, you can't stop a virus, but you can stop it by becoming healthier in your body. And I think that's the biggest challenge that I'm seeing with this environment, especially with, with the news, which is just awful. I mean, you got to get away from the news, be informed, but don't let this stuff just impenetrate your brain and make you more acidic because um, the reality is, is that, you know, if you focus on your health and you start to do the right things and make your immune system stronger, and these are the things we should be talking about there, all right, what we should be doing for the body to make it stronger, to make the terrain healthier, so that no matter what it is, like your body's healthy, you don't have to worry about it as much. So, you know, that's really the focus that needs to be, uh, needs to be more talked about right now. So let's, let's go into that. Let's dive into that. The terrain, the milieu, right? The environment. So, so many people to po- talk about cells. They talk about, oh, the cell is outside of me and it's going to make me sick. This virus is going to make me sick. Or I got to detox my cells. Can you speak to that for a minute? Because my client base, my, my people are so tired of listening to me talk about it. It's yeah. wonderful to hear somebody else. And that's why when we met, we're like, oh my God, we speak the same language. Yeah. Explain what pleomorphism from your concept, the terrain concept really is, if you would. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to keep it simple, but we've grown up in this culture where we've been like told to be afraid of bugs. Like you can catch a cold, like literally like I can put my hand up and I can catch a cold that came over from China. I mean, it's ridiculous when you think about it. You know, I, I use this example about uh, rats and trash. It's like, if you have a, a, a trash can, it's filled with garbage and crap. And my analogy for crap is C-R-A-P, completely yeah. refined and processed, all right, which is sugar, the most acidic substance you can put into your body. Um, it's, it shouldn't be called a food. It's a drug. I mean, it stimulates your dopamine receptors eight times more than cocaine. But if you have a, a trash and it's filled with garbage and then all of a sudden the rats come, well, what, what, what brought what? Did the rats bring the trash or did the trash bring the rats? Well, Typical allopathic medicine is all about poisoning out the rats. You know, let's kill it with this. Let's kill it with that. Um, But the problem is is that you didn't address the true cause. You didn't go far enough upstream and figure out why those rats were there in the first place. You got to you got to take out the trash. And that's the problem. People are so toxic down to the very cell. The body is literally creating these things from the inside out. And I know you do live blood cell testing just like I do. You literally can see pleomorphism, which means you can have a healthy cell and that cell can actually change in front of your eyes on a screen, on a microscope and turn into a bacteria, a virus, candida. We've seen it all. I've literally seen a parasite pop out of a red blood cell, you know, and, and, and the person who was with me was four years old. She looked healthy from the outs, from the outside in, but from the inside out. And she was like freaked out by that. And I was like, that was really cool. Right. But my point was that visual, we're visual. It, she saw what was happening down on the cellular level. And the reality, Kelly, is that we're only as healthy as our cells. The quality of your cells will absolutely determine the quality of your energy, the quality of your health, the way that you age, and ultimately your longevity. So I look at this as, as, like, a, as like a pond. Um, you can have two twin ponds, right? Same genetic makeup, right? But we know now it's not about genetics. It's about epigenetics. It's above the pool, even things like cancer. You know, we talked about that with Fran. Um, So you can have two twin ponds and one of those can be this like innate, healthy, alkaline diet, all the right things. If you take a healthy fish and put that fish in a pond that is exercising, that has a clean plant-based diet, you know, moderate proteins from a clean source, yada, 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 that fish is going to flourish. That fish is going to have its best chance. But if you take that same fish from the same genetic makeup and throw that into the pond that has sugar, grains, artificial sweeteners, you know, I'm seeing the analogy here, 
That's the acids it. from stress, acids from stress, acids from stress. And thank you for saying that because we talk a lot about the foods that we eat, the things that we drink, but stress outweighs anything you can eat or drink a million times to one as far as the acid it produces in your body. That's why I'm telling people is control what you can control. Don't let yourself get acidic over this. So when that fish goes into that pond, it's only as healthy as the terrain in which it swims in. So it's not necessarily about what that red blood cell looks like on a microscope. It's about the inflammation. It's about the toxins that we see in that blood. And that's what causes those red blood cells to degenerate prematurely. That's what we call premature aging. That's what we call chronic inflammatory diseases like heart disease and cancer and Alzheimer's, which all have a parallel uh, component of inflammation to it big time. So again, it's really about the health of the cells. And when you look at at those cells and figure out how to make that terrain around it healthier, then you're going to improve your chances of doing all the things that you want to do. So in that space between the cells, right, and all the cells throughout our body are in the soup of this space. So that space, I call it the extracellular matrix or so the lymphatics live in that space, right? And if that space is like what when people say to me, oh, Dr. Daryl looks so healthy. Kelly, so healthy. Uh, Did we just arrive here and now we're healthy? Because you're talking about the cells, you're talking about the space. And the one thing that we both love to do is get caught in that microscope because it's ever changing, ever evolving, ever dynamic moving. And it's not, oh, I'm healthy. It's either regenerating or it's degenerating. It's either going in one direction or the other. And all of that is based upon our lifestyle, our thought life, and the environment in which we we surround ourselves. So from your perspective, is did I say anything that's faulty? And would you change how you're living your life because of the corona? Or did you just continue to go along because of the corona? I'm curious. I mean, I don't know the answer to this. The detoxification is more important than the nutrition that we put in our body. That's the reality. I mean, we are exposed to over 80,000 toxic chemicals. It's coming from the food. It's coming from the water. It's coming from the air. It's coming from our personal care products. I mean, literally. We are bombarded with this and the problem, yes, and I like how you just took that nice deep breath in because we, when we get stressed, Kelly, we go into fight or flight and we literally freeze like a deer in headlights. And what happens is, is that we're not oxygenating our body, but on the flip side, we're not getting out one of the most toxic chemicals of the body, which is carbon dioxide gas. You know, 70% of the entire toxic load in our body is removed by your breathing. Yet, what are we all doing? You know, even before COVID-19 happened, I think we all would agree that we've been subjected to low levels of constant chronic, physical, emotional, chemical stress. I mean, we are literally marinating in our cortisol. And what it's doing is it's pushing us from this balanced state where you want your parasympathetic nerve system, which is like our rest and digest, versus the sympathetic nerve system, which is fight or flight. We want those two in balance, but people are skewed more towards sympathetics. And we, we, we actually test epigenetic testing in our office through heart rate variability, And it actually shows you how you're managing stress. But for most people, stress is managing them. So the lymphatic system, you know, you can look at these different types of tests because what you inspect, you respect. So that's why these are so important because no, we didn't get here by chance. Health doesn't happen by chance, just like dis-ease doesn't happen by chance. And you notice I said dis-ease with a hyphen because that's a lack of balance, lack of harmony in the body. And the more dis-ease that you develop in your body, eventually it leads to disease. You know, it's like the saying you hear, oh my God, you know, poor Joe, he, he got cancer. He was so healthy. No, 
cancer does not exist in a healthy body. I mean, this August right. is going to be three years that I lost my father, you know, to a hard fought battle with cancer. I mean, it became a passion for mine. This is one of the most um, things I, I want to educate people about because the reality is, is that toxins make us get cancer. Right. You know, um, bad thoughts make us get cancer, not moving our bodies. So the lymphatic system becomes critical in this because it's the garbage collectors of the body. Yet most people are collecting garbage and not eliminating from the body. And that's the key. And if your blood is over toxic, the body's not going to release it back into the blood to be eliminated by its normal pathways, which is urination, defecation, respiration. But that's when we start to get the fourth pathway, which is getting it out through the skin. You know, the body will sweat it out. So if you see someone with a skin issue from acne to dermatitis to psoriasis to eczema, whatever diagnosis the doctor will call it, because ultimately, what is a diagnosis? The word die means to, agnosis means not knowing. Two people, the doctor and the patient don't know what the hell's going on. So they basically put you on all these different <laughs> lotions and motions. You know, they put the stuff on your skin, hoping and praying that it's going to go away. And sometimes drugs are so powerful, they mask the symptom. It will but the fire is raging from the inside out. All they're doing is snipping the wire to the alarm. So we have to be so mindful of that inside out approach, um, not wait for the symptom. This is why like we brush, we floss, right? Self-care is critical. And yeah. then we don't want to wait for that crisis care, which is that dreaded root canal or, or not, as our good friend, Dr. Jerry Piratola would say. Right, um, exactly. So the point is, it's the, we got to really um, focus on lymphatic drainage because that's where the exchange happens. And as I said, it's the garbage collectors of the body. We have to help the body eliminate these toxins. When we actually get these toxins out and give the body what it needs, right? So we become more sufficient and we detoxify, then the body knows what it's supposed to do. Your body, you don't have to tell the body what to do, just like a plant. You know, right. that plant wilts. It's like you don't give it drugs or surgery unless it's going to die, right? We have the best crisis care in the world, but let's use it for what it's used for crisis care. It's not a healthcare model. It's a sick care model. So in between, give the plant sunlight, give it nutrients to the soil, um, give it water, take the toxins out that maybe came from the gas station next door. And if it's not too far gone, if that plant hasn't gone past this limitation of matter, guess what the plant's going to do? It's going to heal itself. And we are no different. We have the power to heal. We just have to give the body the things that it's not getting and take out all the crap and with a little bit of luck in a few months, you'll have that flourishing garden again. And, and that, that's beautiful. You're amazing. I, I mean, really, such gratitude for what you just said, because one of the things I learned when I first got introduced to the bioregulatory approach to, to health was really that you're up against two things in life, acid and oxidative stress. And that's what you just said. You want real anti-aging? Get off your acid, right? Yeah, Truly. And, and I love his book because it teaches you simple ways. And people might feel a little overwhelmed if they're watching this podcast for the first time and they're like, oh my gosh, but I eat wrong and I think wrong and all these things. I, there's no way I can do that. It's too much, right? Your approach, our approach is very simple. I, I call them base hits. You call them something else. But baseball games are not won by, won by home runs. They're run, they're one because of base hits. You know, I get the first base and I get the second base. So, oh my gosh, I'm eating wrong. Everything's wrong. I got to take everything away. And your approach is a little different than that. Your approach is, right. no, let's add some things in. So can you talk about that for a minute? Because I believe that just yeah. the stress of talking about taking things away adds more acid. Yeah. I mean, so that, let's that, not have acid when they're trying to change. 
Thank you for bringing that up because this this is actually probably the most important thing we're going to talk about today. I mean, um, my story, I was addicted to sugar massively. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how bad my sugar addiction was. And I tried by deprivation. Listen, Kelly, I have strong willpower. But the problem is, is that these foods are so addictive and acidic. And these manufacturers, literally, it's called the bliss point. They know exactly how to combine the sugars with the unhealthy fats, with the processed salt to make you want to come back for more. All right. A perfect example of that is open up a bag of chips and try to eat one. Good luck right. with that. Right. So it doesn't work. It, it maybe had in my past got me two weeks or maybe two months. My point is that willpower is not enough. It's a it's what I call a push motivation. We need to be pulled. If you push, eventually you, you could you could maybe win the first battle. You can maybe win the second battle. You may win the third battle, but you're going to lose the war. And finally, I said, this approach is not working for me. Um, and this is even when I was a chiropractor back 21 years ago. You know, so I literally had to become a health investigator. And I started saying, I'm not giving up the sugar. I, I need something different. I started adding. And this is what I started with right here, a green juice. I started with one green juice a day, highly alkalizing, no fruit, unless it's like lemon or lime, but I kept it super alkaline. And then I started adding a second one. I started bouncing on a rebounder for 12 minutes a day. So I was doing lymphatic drainage. Literally, Kelly, within three weeks, I'm not kidding, a lifelong addiction to sugar was gone. Four months wow. later, I dropped 42 pounds. How? Wow. My, my intention wasn't weight loss. My intention was like, get off my sugar. Um, get healthy. Is, get, well, it wasn't even get healthy. I, just, I wanted to stop the cravings. I wanted this addiction okay. to be gone. It, like, I didn't like the fact that I was... Something was controlling, controlling me. I, I call them, in the book, I call myself the shoemaker with no shoes, which means I was telling my patient, you know, don't eat sugar. And I go back and I'm eating a caramello bar. I was a walking contradiction. So I started with this ad approach. And it's amazing the power of these, of these healing foods and nutrients, um, especially when they're in that pre-digested form, what it does to you down to the cellular level. And I've done pre and post testing on these things. So yes, to your point, let's just start adding. Start with one thing right? You might not be able to do it all. And I don't want you to do, the, do it all because I don't expect that. I, that doesn't work for me. But if you can do one thing and add that and then master that, there's going to be what's called a, and I like your word for it, but I, I call it stacking or a geometric change. So you stack, you stack, you stack, and you stack more. Right? It's just like exercising. You go and you work out once, you're going to feel like crap maybe, but right. you keep on going. But over time, you're going to feel so much better. So what was the most important workout? It was all of them because they all added. So, you know, don't beat yourself up for the, the bad things you might be doing. Um, don't focus your change around pain. That's everybody does on January 1. And that's why yep. 92% of people fail as of January 15th. Right. Because they push motivation. You need to be pulled. So let's make it practical. Let's not make it about willpower. And most important, you need to know your outcome and you need to surround that outcome. It needs to be specific. It needs to be compelling. And you need to surround that around a powerful why. My reason is not to lose weight. My reason is because I need that energy back in my life so I can kick butt in. I can adjust 40 people. I can come home and still be fully conscious and present with my children, as opposed to have no gas in the tank like I was years and years ago. So what is your why? Spend five minutes. And I'm telling you, how's come second, why's come first. And if your why is big enough, you'll find a way. I don't care if it's COVID-19, a death in the family. These are all horrific stresses but it's about how you can manage the stress. It's your motivation, right? So that when you get up every day, there's a reason that you're doing it beyond just the shiny box. You're, it's, it's your heart. Yeah. You know, one of the things we talk about at NotMeds, which you are certainly one of our 
amazing practitioner and said, we'd love to add you to our list of practitioners on not meds as a naturally oriented therapist, medically enlightened doctors and specialists, which is comical because Daryl and I just met, um, when was that June of last year, a year ago. And he calls himself a health investigator. And you all know, I call myself a biological investigator and we had never met, but you can't call us doctors. I can't call myself a doctor. He can call himself a doctor, but the, 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 the approach is really the why you have said it multiple times, the why, why, why. And oftentimes that is an emotionally laden, emotionally laden issue. The why has to be an emotional thing that we're either overcoming or that can help us get to take the proper action every day. So I think you gave us completely practical information today to allow people to add one thing in, even if it's just a green juice. And I love that you said there's no fruit in your green juice because I have people making smoothies and green juices. And I'm like, well, tell me what was in it. Bananas, blueberries, apples, and kale. Okay. It was green in color. I'll give you that, but it wasn't a green juice. Right. You know, and, and at minimum, what I start to have people do is a two to one, two, two vegetables to one fruit, at least to make the ratio right and to have a little fat in there. You know, I like I like fat a lot, too. Fat, fat is critical. I mean, fat people have fear of fat thanks to the sugar industry because they blame fat, saturated fat. And we all know coconut oil is one of the healthiest foods on the planet. Um, but I have patients coming to me still this day. You know, I'm afraid of the fat. It's going to make me fat. No. There are fats that heal and there are fats that kill. So we need more fat, healthy fats, because that's ultimately what nourishes our body down to the cellular level. You know, it's like that magnet. It makes those cells repel each other. So we need diet diet variation. We need to switch it up. We can't eat the same foods over and over and over. But again, meet yourself where you're at. So um, if you happen to have that green smoothie with lots of fruit in it, but that came from someone that was like pounding like chocolate chip cookies and cake, well, kudos to you. That was progress, but now let's keep on going. Now we're going to take another one of those fruits out. So it's, it's, it's an evolving thing. As long as you're moving that needle towards better, 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 then we're doing something constructive. You'll get to where you need to go at some point. And we're both still improving our health. It's like, it's, as we know, it never stops, right, Kelly? It never right. stops. Um, you know, you, and there's new stressors. Up. There's new stressors like the COVID, you know, I mean, both of us had the opportunity and the time to get some stuff done. And we're so excited that Dr. Daryl's writing a second book Woo. to come out soon. Um, and if you haven't gotten his first book, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on our website. You can get it wherever else you can get it. Your website, right? Get off your yeah, yeah, um, But there's, there's definitely great information out there. But for us, I'm sure there were still stressors. Like for me, you have a child that's similar to my age. You have two children, one that's around six and one's a little younger, right? Yeah. Uh, Brandon six and Aaliyah's three. Right. And you and your wife were stuck in Manhattan <laughs> in an apartment, correct? I mean, uh, I don't know. Do you live in a house, an apartment, apartments typically we, we in Manhattan? In, uh, yes, we live in an apartment. And it's, right. Uh, it's, it's, so that's it's stressor. Yes. Right. And, and we have one child, but, you know, we had to do that online schooling, which was whew, stressful oh, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. And it was just the three of us. And that can be stressful too, because there's no break for our kid. So there's always stressors, positive, negatives, you know, there it's just stress and it's how our body can manage that and finding our joy factor so that we can overcome those stresses. You want to say something I can feel it. Yeah, I totally do because it's, it's the buffering system, which is like the most critical system of the body. We talk about, there's a pH. I don't want to get too technical, but you know, your, your blood is slightly alkaline for one reason. So it can transport oxygen. It's, you know, so your blood always tightly regulates it, just like your temperature, like a thermostat between 7.35 and 7.45. 
um, ideally at 7.4. So, so many times people say like, there's no purpose of alkalizing because, you know, your blood's always highly constant at this number. Yes, I know. I agree with that. You can't change your pH. The whole point of why we eat the way that we do and why we alkalize and why we lymphatic drain and why we help our bodies manage stress is to take stress off the body's buffering system. Yes. Your body is brilliant. And here's the thing. It's about energy diversion. If, mm. and, and here's the buffering system. You have your adrenal glands, cortisol. Um, you have blood proteins. You have your kidneys. So again, pee your way to better health. You have your lungs. So you breathe out the toxins. I mean, there's six major buffering systems, including the minerals of the body. So your body's so smart, it would rather pull minerals like calcium from your bones and magnesium from your muscles and let your bones fall apart, giving you osteoporosis, osteopenia, and all these other things, which we know them as, to throw those minerals into the blood to do what? To help your body get rid of the acid. That's how important your blood pH is. If that number goes down more than, by south by more than a point, you die. So this is like the most important thing. Energy diversion is about taking stress off your body's system so it doesn't have to work so hard doing the regulating. If I go out of New York City and it's 20 degrees out and I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt, I'm going to start to shiver. That's energy diversion. The body actually needs to bring its resources to keep you alive, to keep your temperature at 98.6. But guess what? Get out of the danger. The problem is, is that we're not out of the danger because we're pumping ourselves up with acidic foods every single day. Um, we're not exercising, most of us. Uh, we're stressed beyond all beliefs. We're watching the news all day long. So it's like acid in, acid in, acid in, but the acid's not coming out. So your body is literally being depleted of its minerals. And how's that affecting you? Your energy goes down mentally, physically. So this is such an important thing. So now when coronavirus comes, we need that energy to fight off that virus. But guess what? If I'm busy fighting cancer or hypertension or that toxin, I don't have enough energy to go and fight that. And it's been proven that the people who are, are being more um, affected by the virus are those ones who have underlying health conditions because the body's dealing with too many things. And, and 88% of the American population has a metabolic disorder. Yeah. Like that's a disturbing fact. And it, for you and I, I, I'm sure we sat back and go, well, of course, America's going to get hard, hit hard with coronavirus because most of them are functionally ill and they don't know it because they're looking at blood levels. They're not looking at functional testing regulatory testing. And I don't even want to say you're a functional medicine doctor because you're not, you're a biological doctor right. and, you know, a bioregulatory doctor, because you understand the bioregulation science of the body that it's constantly adapting. There's no perfect diet, but they're, they're, we're up against acid and whatever that is acidic for you, whether that's new, you know, nutritionally based or, or emotionally based, our oh. job is to get that crap out faster than it's coming in. And that's why we sat back and go, oh, good, the coronavirus gives us time to get some stuff done, not to rub it in everybody else's faces, but we've been preparing for this for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, his father had cancer. Uh, my father had cancer. We never wanted to be in a position that we ever got cancer. So we sat down and investigated, how the hell do I need to live so I don't get cancer? And one of the things that we both realized is that it comes from here. All the nutrition, all the everything is important. But what's most important? His lovely wife and his lovely children. And his joy factor comes from time with them. He loves helping clients. There's no doubt about it. That's his passion. That's his devotion to helping other people in this world. But really, at the end of the day, what he said is the highlight of his day. You know, we had to arrange it so he could get home and help his, his wife with the kids. That's the best part of Dr. Daryl is the balance that he lives, how he preaches. 
you know, he saw the dichotomy, he let go of it, and now he's teaching others. And I just want to thank you for being part of my life. I want to thank thank you you for educating others about the importance of starting now to make some changes, make positive changes, make slow changes. We're here to support you. We have websites and podcasts all over the place. Watch, you know, follow his um, YouTubes as well and subscribe to his channel, our channel. Make sure that you're sharing this with people because the we need to educate people about regulation, the adaptive quality of the body, and that functional testing is good, but you got to look at the regulation of the body, right? Is there anything else you can add to that, please? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you nailed it on the head, which is it's never too late to start, no matter where you're at. Listen, there's no such thing as incurable diseases, only incurable people. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can. If we're arguing with our limitations, sure enough, they're going to be yours. So just start. Don't say I'm going to start tomorrow. Don't say I can't or I should. The moment you turn your can'ts into a must and you stop shooting all over yourself, your life will transform. But remember, you can't go from here to there, right? It's too big of a jump. So just start adding, adding, adding. And and as awful as things happen in our lives, like this current situation is, is terrible in so many ways, but there doesn't mean that we can't draw positive things from the situation. You know, it's like, let's just control what we can control and take advantage of those things and turn that into something positive. For me, I was realizing, Kelly, that I teach balance, but even me, I was out of balance because I was going a million miles per hour in a million different projects, you know, doing this computer, this phone, and that social, da ba 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 like I had to slow down. So for me, it was like reconnecting, doing digital detox. You know, it wasn't a huge bad thing, but it was just being becoming more mindful of these things and working smarter instead of harder and just trying to figure out ways that I can just work with what's going on now. And I'm telling you, um, I've gotten healthier. I've gotten fitter. I feel more energy. I've gotten more stuff done. I just finished my second book, which is going to launch in January. I mean, it's crazy the amount of things. And I'm not saying that to impress anybody. It's more to impress upon us that you have the power within you to create. Um, and create. When we create things, that's when we grow. Being healthy is about growth. And if you're growing, I don't care how small it is, over time, that can become a big incremental change. So just master those small little things. Focus on the things that's going to create love in your life and balance. And I'm telling you, you do those things just like working out. If you worked out 10 minutes a day, right? Everybody has 10 minutes a day. You can't say, I don't have time to work out. Get up 10 minutes earlier, get a rebounder, lymphatically drain for 10 minutes. So every morning I get up, I make sure I I have an attitude of gratitude before I get out of bed. I won't let myself get out of bed before smiling about something that I'm grateful about. Um, And usually it's my family, but then I drink a green juice and then I take out my rebounder and I bounce on a rebounder for 10 minutes. So no matter what happens the rest of my day, I know I started my day out the right way. And I'm just I'm moving that needle towards more energy, better, and it's going to influence my day. And if I work out later, great. That's a plus. If I don't, at least I got 10 minutes of constructive movement into my body. So that's what it's about, those small little steps. So um, I'm here for everybody if you ever need anything. But um, Kelly, you are amazing. I want to thank you for having me on. You are a beacon of life for so many people. And the things that you've taught me, I mean, when we were together, I'm just blown away by your information. And you know, every time I'm with you, we just, we just hit it. And the, the energy is crazy. It's constructive. And I think we're just getting started. We got a a big message to tell this world. I agree. I I would love to do another podcast at some point and just talk about nutrition, because I think that a lot of people get too swung in a pendulum. Yeah. Like I have to eat this way and I have to only eat this way and all that. And, and more than anything, it's about 
what you did, what you just exemplified is every day you start your day with you and honoring you. And when you do that, you, you tend to gravitate towards what you need and what you don't need. And you tend to know what your body wants. And that is so key because so many of us, like you said, are in so many directions. If we just focus on what's really important, which is right here. And I think that's what coronavirus did for both of us. Anyway, it made us focus on where are my priorities in my life? I love helping people, but I got to have enough energy at the end of my day for my family, because what else am I doing this for? And it's all so, about balance. It's the most important thing in our lives. And I think if we, we focus on that, the more balanced we become, um, we're going to have that energy back. I mean, it's, that's the key thing. Health is energy in one word. And I think the stronger our energy is physically and mentally, um, it's going to, it's going to change our lives. So um, that's, that's, that's what the focus needs to be on hundred percent. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Daryl and everybody oh, go, go get off your acid by adding one <laughs> great thing in your life. This isn't about taking away. This is about adding in, adding to your beauty and from our hearts to yours, the beats with Kelly Kennedy. We'll see you at, at not meds. Not next time. Thank you so much. Thanks. Kelly.